This is an APTA podcast. Defining Moment spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she became a physical therapist or physical therapist assistant. This is the account in her own words and voice of Elizabeth Lane, PT, DPT. She is the director of orthopedic physical therapy residency at Benchmark Rehab Institute in Atlanta, Georgia, and is a PhD candidate at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. She also is a board-certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy. A lesson from the line of scrimmage. It is the Western Conference Championship game. The rivalry is fierce. Think Army versus Navy or Auburn versus Alabama. We faced this team twice during the regular season, winning both contests. These were intensely physical battles, however, leaving players on both teams tested and bruised. We're now on our fourth possession. We've struggled to keep the ball moving because their defense has moved a linebacker into position to shut down our outside running game. Thus far, that has been an effective strategy. After watching a defensive player throw us back for a one-yard loss, however, a teammate and I devise a scheme to shift our blocking pattern. It's an adjustment that no coach has ever taught us. Next play, touchdown. Our running back sprints 40 yards to the end zone without ever feeling even the glancing hand of an opposing player. Why is this important? More pointedly, given that I'm writing an essay for PT in Motion, what the heck does it have to do with physical therapy? Empowerment, that's what it's all about. I play for the Salt Lake City-based Utah Falcons for the Independent Women's Football League. It's a full-tackle, semi-pro circuit consisting of 19 teams from cities around the western United States. Our athletes come from all facets of life. We are career women, stay-at-home moms, wives, girlfriends, students. In addition to my day job as a physical therapist, during parts of the spring and summer, I'm a quarterback and wide receiver. The Falcons have experienced great success. We are the league's two-time defending champions as we head into the 2018 season, which starts in April. A big reason for that is our coach, a graduate of the Air Force Academy, empowers every player on the team. He has this saying, once you know what we're trying to do, once you get it, we will be unstoppable. What that means is we Falcons aren't simply told what to do, but why we are doing it, which in turn influences the decisions that we make, the way we approach each task. After we've mastered a task under ordinary circumstances, we're thrown into unfamiliar playmaking schemes. That's what gave us the ability in the championship game to adjust on the fly, to make the change that left our opponents helpless, propelled us toward victory, and led us to what ultimately would become our second national championship. That same methodology has made the Falcons the most successful team in recent history in any American football league. We've lost just one game in the previous four seasons. There's a lesson there, I believe, for all PTs and how we can help patients and clients achieve their full potential. In the healthcare world, empowerment improves self-efficacy, our confidence in our ability to perform a given task, and the patient's confidence in his or her ability to affect improvement. What's the engine of empowerment? Motivation. Why is this individual coming to you for treatment? The answer might seem obvious, but often it is not. I'll ask a patient, for example, if you and I could get rid of your back pain, what activity would you want to do that you can't do now or that you can't do as easily as you'd like? That person's answer is vitally important. When an individual can see the link between what you're asking him or her to do and what he or she most wants to do, that person is going to, as my football coach says, get it and adhere to the plan. Empowerment is key to buy-in when we push our patients to adopt healthy behaviors. 
Empowerment is key to buy-in when we push our patients to adopt healthy behaviors. Once they can see what success looks like, we can help them establish the plan to get there. Then the next step is to place the patient in the driver's seat. Many patients won't initially feel in control of the situation. That's understandable. This requires us as PTs to provide patients with enough education and encouragement on the foundational steps of what we're asking them to do that they do feel empowered and in charge. We can, for example, show them a home exercise that immediately decreases their pain and or improves their function. Then we must challenge them. Just as my football coach challenges my teammates and me, how will you respond to a degree of increased pain while you're walking, we might ask. In other words, we shouldn't suggest how we'd like them to respond. Their unprompted response will reveal a lot about how empowered they feel and whether we still have work to do on that score. There's one other thing I want to note. Just as physical therapy can and should empower patients, it empowers me as a football player. Let me explain. I'm often asked whether I fear significant injuries from playing such a physically punishing sport. The answer is no. First of all, many football injuries are non-contact. The most common of these is a torn anterior cruciate ligament, or ACL. Such injuries, I know because I'm a PT, are less likely to occur given proper training and technique. Second, the same is true of contact injuries such as concussion. My professional knowledge and expertise has influenced my own training program and those of a number of my teammates. A quote I love and has been attributed to various people, I'm not sure who said it first. What I do know, though, is that it addresses great things that can happen in football, in physical therapy, and in life when people are empowered. Behind me is infinite power. Before me is endless possibility. Around me is boundless opportunity. Why should I fear? I encourage you to think about those lines with each patient you see or, depending on your avocation, with the next blocking pattern you design. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcasts.